Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Hey, I want to talk today about hustle culture. I'm a big fan of Gary Vee and uh, a lot of the people who talk about hustling and trying to make that mark and do the thing and, and, you know, build that life and I guess you could say live the American dream and really lay claim to it for yourself. I'm a big fan of that. Here's the problem. And it's not a problem with that idea or that uh, goal. The problem that I have is, is you got to watch yourself and make sure you don't. And uh, I'll get to this in my tangled roots life story thing when, uh, when I get to it in my own life story about some of the ways that I've fallen into the, the trap, right, of... I can only call it the sin trap, the dishonesty trap. The I'm looking at the front page of the Wall Street Journal uh, here on Friday, March 1st. Uh, and uh, there's a, a couple stories here that just, okay. Netanyahu is getting ready to face charges uh, for, and he says that they're not bounded in reality or, you know, that that's fake news or however he was kind of putting it. Uh, But he's going to be in charge with bribery, fraud, breach of trust. uh, And he's risen to like the heights of power. And I have not followed this story real closely. I remember hearing about it about a year ago when they were starting to look into some stuff and it had to do with houses being built for him by the by some firm or whatever and money being paid to his wife. And we get these scandals all the time in clearly in, in these dictatorships and you know, you, that's kind of what Russian oligarchies are, right? Or, or people uh, running the money out of these countries. But the other story that caught my attention and actually made me want to make this post is this insurance tycoon, tycoon diverts $2 billion. Like Greg Lindbergh's business practices have little precedent and are under investigation. And I'm not even reading the, the story as yet, but... When you're at that kind of level, when you're making that kind of money, and I was listening to another podcast that I really like listening to um, the other day uh, called Hustle Sold Separately. And it's a great podcast where they deal with people, where they, they uh, talk with people who are, are making, the, you know, making their way through their journey or whatever. And somebody made this mention about... I don't want to call it, how do I want to say, 
avoiding taxes. And I hear people talking all this stuff about they don't want the 90% tax rate, which was the tax rate that we had back as, as late as like the 50s and the 60s, it was like 70%. And that's not for everybody, that's for like the top quote unquote 1% or you know those, those top, top earners. And um, it just, it, it, it baffles me uh, matter of fact, I'm sitting here, uh, I was, before I switched over to make this post, I was listening to Hustle Sold Separately, and he was in, he was inviting, he was talking with a guy, <laughs> he was talking with a guy about, uh, I'm at a warehouse, so this is the real world, but he was talking with a guy that uh, was, um, he was talking with a guy that was, uh, I guess he lives in Sweden, and he was talking about the happiness index that they have or whatever. And part of the conversation that goes on so frequently is, you know, uh, socialism versus capitalism, and this is bad and that's bad and everything. And it, it comes down to, I think, this... This thing that is just part of human nature, right? A selfishness that even if you are a billionaire, you feel like you want more, want more, gotta get more, gotta do more, gotta, gotta, gotta get, gotta get. And, and that is the part that's unhealthy. I'm not against capitalism. Uh, I'm for, you know, restraining ourselves because we know that we need restraint. I mean, the reason we have a Ten Commandments is because we do all of those things, right? We covet our neighbor's wives and the things that they have. We want their stuff and we bear false witness, right? And we don't honor our parents. We do murder and kill and, and all of those things. And the not even getting into the religious aspect, you know, uh, of whether those particular tablets were written by the hand of God or if does some idea. Just look at the document, right? Just look at that list and, and, and what it calls for us to be is, is a, a different person. And we know right out the gate, if you're honest, that you need helping all those things. Because if you look back at, and I said I wasn't gonna get religious, but if you look at what Jesus's message was, it was that very thing, right? It was, you, you need to do better on all of this stuff. And you think you're doing all right because you know the commandments. But when he said stuff like, for you to, to hate your brother is to murder, therefore, you know, <laughs> you're guilty of capital crime, you know what I mean? And, and I think that, that the pitfall that you have to watch out for as a thriving capitalist uh, uh, or whatever is you gotta, you have to check yourself. And, and we can't allow, I'm sorry to say it, but you can't allow just people to check themselves. That's, that's something that needs to happen, but it don't happen. That's how you get somebody who is, like in this case, they looking for how he's diverting billions of dollars. And 
you know, I don't know the particulars of that case. Because like I said, I haven't read that case, but I've seen enough cases in my lifetime. And I'm just 52. I've seen enough cases in my lifetime to, to convince me that there are many, many people who have reached great heights and still they cheat. Still they try to squeeze every nickel and try to, you know, and it, it becomes more than just, you know, if you want to say like, as a staunch capitalist, I'm hooked on the game. I'm trying to win the game. I ain't even worried about the money. I'm just trying to win the game. I want to win it all. Then by definition, I think you got to watch that guy. Right? Because he's telling you up front he wants to win it all. And when people want to win it all, they deflate the ball. Right? When they want to win it all, they'll, they'll take cut corners and, and, you know, work the ref and do all the things that we accept as part of the game, but that makes the ref that much more important. You know, when I think about back when we used to play baseball or even a, even a basketball or a football game, you know, just kids on the street and, and playing, playing for their own fun, you know, you, uh, there comes a point where it becomes clear you need an outside party to, to show interest in making sure that it's all fair because, you know, hell, even tennis, man. I, I know I've played tennis before and you look at that ball coming and you, you, your vision gets affected, right? Oh, like, right, that was out. And the person standing over there who hit the ball can swear up and down that that was in. And you got to have a judge. You got to have a ref. You got to have somebody to make that call because I'm not even saying you're cheating. You just want to see it one way. And that's where the problems arise and then they continue from there right and so it becomes real important to you know we got to respect the judge respect the ref i mean they have to be watched and 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 uh judged and refed themselves right but you got to respect that and that's part of the problem with what I see in a lot of the hustle culture and a lot of the business culture in this country uh, is that people want to, you know, everything, you know, is built around making sure I don't have to pay any more taxes than I need to or any more, you know, I don't have to give any more than, than uh, you know, is legally necessary then you what you got to do is make sure that the law is you know right and that's i guess where you run into the differences between the so-called parties which if you heard my other diatribe a couple of days ago uh 
Yeah. Uh, if you heard my diatribe a couple of days ago, you know, we're already being worked in that system because the so-called refs are the players, right? I mean, I haven't read this story, but I am almost certain that there will be down in the, the crooks and crannies some paid off politicians along the way. And we have to be very, very uh, I want to say non-forgiving about it. I mean, it has, we have to be very strict as a people and, and that requires a cultural gut check, right? Because if as a culture, we don't want, you know, like I said, I heard somebody uh, saying, nah, I don't wanna, everybody wants to pay for this and pay for that and the free college and free healthcare and this, that, and the other thing and there's no way to do that. And I don't know about all that. What I do know is that, and they start talking about how socialism doesn't work and everything. But what I do know is that a lot of these countries that we, you know, I was talking about this guy in Sweden and he was talking about the, the and I, I haven't been there, so I'm sure there's a difference to things, but you know, he was coming from, uh, there was some guy who came from, I wanna say it was Portugal and then London and then uh, then ended up in Sweden, but, but it, was a, it was a situation where where, you know, he was talking about the culture being one of, and I've heard this before, where it's like, it's not, oh, they're giving away education or they're giving away this and all of that, but it's paid for. It's what you pay your taxes for. Now, then people get into who pays taxes and, and uh, Again, you get into this whole divide of wealth and, and everything. And I'm not trying to speak specifically on the tax structure or which tax laws we have, but on the, the cultural feeling, the cultural makeup, right? Like if what you think needs to happen is the, that, that uh, companies and individuals need to do everything they can to avoid paying taxes or that uh, it's cool for people to get out of going to jail because they pay some fines and and uh, you know that the, the, that that's the way it should operate then that affects the refs and judges right the the, the regulators and and monitors that are out there and that affects how we deal with them when we find out that they've been robbed and whatnot. Like, if your notion is that you should do everything you can to avoid paying taxes or you should do everything you can do to make what you do fit into, make it look like it fits into the quote-unquote rules, then what's going to happen is I would, I would argue what's going to happen is you're going to have a great leniency. You're going to look the other way towards that. I mean, in most of the financial scandals and, 
and, and problems that we've had, that's what it comes down to is regulators wasn't doing what they should have been doing and none of them getting like any real trouble and the people who did what they did don't get in any real trouble you know they pay fines or whatever you know you, you, i'm thinking of so many different instances man whether it be drug makers that that uh pay doctors and people to to subscribe pills and then cause like these these this massive, like to this day, you've got these commercials telling you to go talk to your doctor and take this list of symptoms with you, and then he'll give you this pill, and then that pill, and it's like it's a cycle, right? Like there's the culture. You're gonna walk in saying, "Give me these, give me this," and then the ju- the, the judge rec- ref, right? The doctor is gonna say, "Well, you got this. These are the symptoms you got. Therefore, you deserve these pills." But he was coached by the <laughs> You know, by the manufacturers that if people come in with these symptoms, then they should be given this is what this pill is for. And it just becomes a cycle that that just just runs itself. So it requires a gut check on us to say, no, no, you can't do that. I mean, I don't know if if I want to say you just can't uh, advertise drugs on TV, but whatever it is i mean they didn't used to do this and we take more and more and more and more and more pills because we're told to tell our doctors and then the doctors tell us because the doctors were told because the pharmacy the pharmaceutical companies told them and then they tell us and those are the people who are making the money and it becomes just business i'm thinking about that cat that raise the pills you know for I think it was like an AIDS drug or something was it Martin Scarelli or something like that 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 uh raised the price on some pill like 800 percent because there wasn't any competition and he could like make our bank and the problem is he wasn't you know he wasn't <laughs> the problem. I mean, they ended up getting him, I think, but then a couple of weeks later, you hear somebody else did it with a cancer drug, and then they didn't get all the heat because, well, they were not a person. They were a corporation. And they were doing what they were supposed to do. Fiduciary responsibility requires that you get the most out of every dollar for your, sub, for your corporate bosses and the shareholders, and, you know, you go, you have to at some point make the decision as a culture that that is not that that is not what we want you know it it just it's, it's just as simple as that if we make that you know unacceptable then it stops And it's the same thing with people who are all up in arms about Trump. I said the other day, uh, he's not, well, actually, that was a video that I didn't get to, (laughs) couldn't figure out, but, uh, so I'll put a video out with it later. But he is not the problem. He's a symptom. But everything that he's doing is exploiting they keep talking about it. he's just exploiting these things that haven't i mean when you talk about 
uh, almost every action that he's taken, it, they're, they're thwarted in stopping him because, well, we've been doing it for years, not, maybe not this bad or maybe not like that, or you're using this, and they're even saying now, well, if you're going to make that the national emergency, then we're going to make this a national emergency. And that's because we haven't, like, and that is a, a function, again, of the Congress not doing what it's supposed to do, and it's not doing what it's supposed to do because when you go into Congress and when you come out of Congress, you're in one class, and when you come out, you're in another class, and that's generally wealthy because there's a lot of money on the back end of serving in Congress, and because it's blocked in, a uh, hundred years ago, we had a third of the people that we have and we have the same representation. We had a revolution based on taxation without representation. Your representation is being whittled and whittled and whittled and it ain't whittled anymore. They are like, it ain't carving. It's being chunked off of you with every passing generation. Because with every passing generation, our representation goes down. And that requires a gut check and that's the whole thing uh, from top to bottom it requires an informed public and we are less and less informing ourselves hope you heard hope you listened this far in hey thanks again for checking me out and hit me up on Facebook Michael T. Justice Twitter Michael T. Justice and of course here at Anchor FM you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.